0: Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. I love Easter. I love Easter weekend. I love this core celebration in the Christian calendar. It's really core to our Christian experience of our Christian life, isn't it? Just wonderful. We remember on Good Friday how... Jesus suffered how he suffered and how he died on the cross to forgive us and make us righteous. It was a good day. It was a good day. But Easter Sunday, what we celebrate today, Easter Sunday was a great day. Easter Sunday was a glorious day. And we remember and celebrate that Jesus rose from the grave. That death has been beaten. That every death has been paid for. Sin has been paid for. It is finished. He has done it. He is alive. Come on, He is alive. That's what we're celebrating with those Easter eggs you're munching on right now. He is alive. This new life. He is alive. Easter is such a powerful event. It changed history forever. It brought humanity in a totally different place. In a new place. Two powerful things happened sequential on this Easter weekend. One is the death of something. Something died. Two is the birth of something. Jesus came to destroy something. And he came to make something alive. Kids, can be part of this. What did Jesus come to destroy? Death, I hear. What else? Sin. What is Sin. Selfishness, shame, falling short God's glory, unholiness. But selfishness is a really, really good word. And what did Jesus do? Also, the death of something and the birth of something. What did he make alive? Us. What a great thing. He made us alive with him. And we'll see this in a minute. He gave us the eternal life of God to us. So on Good Friday, Jesus destroyed sin He forgave humanity, he canceled every debt we owe. You know, the Bible says that no one is perfect, not even one person in the world. That all have fallen short, the Bible says, of his glory. Now his glory means his his being, his holiness, his righteousness. Everything about God is beautiful. Everything is perfect. And it says in the Bible that we fall short of that. We have missed the boat. We have missed righteousness. We've been so selfish. We've gone our own way. Guilty. I do it my way, Sinatra saying. We walked away from God. But then the amazing thing of Easter is that God, in his love, in his mercy, and in his grace, that he does something about our imperfection. Isn't that wonderful? He does something about our rebellion against him. Do you know what he did? Kids, what did he do? What did he do? What did Jesus do? Adults, what did Jesus do? What did he do? What did God the Father do? He put all the imperfection, all the sin, all the curse, he put it on his son, Jesus Christ. What an incredible gift. The one who is fully righteous, fully holy, he receives our unrighteousness, our sin in his life. And he put it all on Jesus on the cross. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, that God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. What a beautiful, what a beautiful thing, isn't it? I never get enough. Of knowing this beautiful exchange, this powerful exchange that God has given us. Jesus knew no sin. He was God. He knew no sin. But he becomes sin for us so that we can become sinless like he is. I love this. He became what we were so that we can become what he is. I'll say it again. He became what we were, which was unrighteous, sinful. And perfect, so that we can become what he is. It's amazing, isn't it? He became like us, so we can become like him. I mean, come on, what an amazing exchange this is. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Confusing for some? Maybe? I hope you're going to get it at the end of this talk. It's very, very powerful. Jesus receives the free gift of sin from the Father. He becomes a sin offering. So that we in him might receive the free gift of sinlessness, of perfection, of righteousness in him. Now that's a good deal. I think that's about the best deal that the world has ever seen. So Jesus obliterates sin in his own body on the cross and he forgives us our sin. He cancels every debt. This is good news. Colossians says this, 2.14. He has forgiven all our sins. Everybody say all. all. No, only some. No, all. And canceled every debt. He did cancel some debts, didn't he? No. He canceled. All. No, every. <laughs> yes, all debt. is fine. This is semantics now. Yes, all our sins, every debt. Well done, Thaddeus. Christ has done away with it by nailing it on the cross 2018, years ago. How powerful is that? We are forgiven people. If you are in Christ, if you believe in Christ, you are a forgiven person. He's canceled every debt you owe. He nailed it on a cross. You are debt-free. Come on, tell your neighbor, you are debt-free. If you're a Christian. And if you're not a Christian yet, at the end of this talk, you will be dead free because this is too good an offer to pass by. Amen? Amen. Come on. All of us, most of us have received this offer because it's just the best news ever. All our sins are gone. It's a finished work on the cross. He made us perfect and righteous forever. Look at Romans 5, 1-2. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into the grace in which we now stand. In Jesus Christ we stand justified, righteous. But it's even better than that. The word for righteousness, the word for justified is the word dichaos. And the, the word dichaos means more than just forgiveness. But the word dichaos means, some of you should know this, the word means What? What does the Greek word dichaos mean? It means innocence. It means innocence. See, New Covenant Christianity is a declaration of innocence. Innocence. Bit louder, guys. (laughs) (laughs) New Testament, New Covenant, covenant reality is a declaration of Innocence. innocence. That's better than just forgiveness, you know. It's got a much more punch to the whole thing, hasn't it? Colossians 1, look at this in the Passion translation. For God satisfied, God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwell in Christ. Isn't it amazing it's by itself? God the Father, all the fullness was in Christ Jesus. And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and on earth is brought back to himself, back to its original intent. Restored to innocence again. Restored forever to innocence again. God doesn't bring us back into a relationship with him. He brings us back to the situation that was before the fall, before Adam and Eve did anything bad, before sin came into the world. He brings us back to this place. Restored to God. Restored, it says here, back to himself. Back to the original intent. Restored to innocent again. Now the cross is so powerful the cross is so powerful on one side is me it's gideon and look at the sins that gideon has done before i became a christian look at the sin that gideon has done he's so imperfect his son unholy so unrighteous gideon you are in trouble you are short of some glory you will never get to heaven and on the other side we've got jesus christ his name his name is holy he is the son of god he is perfect he is flawless he is amazing And then the amazing thing of Good Friday, we haven't even got to Easter Sunday yet. On Good Friday, what does he do? He swaps his name to our name. He goes to my side, puts his name above my life, Gideon. I'll put my name over your life. And you can put your name over my life. So now I inherit from Jesus Christ his pedigree. His holiness, his righteousness, and he is pretty blimmin' holy. <laughs> I receive it, and he receives my failure and my problems and my faults and my everything. And he puts it on the cross. He became sin for us. So in him, we might become the righteousness of God. So we receive on Good Friday. <laughs> Good Friday. Sorry, i just like, I'm too excited. On Good Friday. On Good Friday. <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> On Good Friday, just take out of it. Just just listen. Catherine, don't look at me like that. Good Friday. I haven't even seen how you looked at me anyway. On Good Friday, it's a declaration of what? We just talked about it. It's a declaration of innocence, but actually it's a declaration of a new name. I've got a new name. And my name is Mr. Righteous. I go from being a sinner to a saint. My name is no longer Mr. Sinner, but I'm Mr. Saint. I'm Mr. Saint. It's just a wonderful reality of the gospel, a declaration of a name change. And of course, this was God's purpose even before the foundation of the world. Ephesians 1.4, God saw us, God saw us, saw us, saw us. I still have an accent, don't I? It's so irritating at times. I'm here 30 years. I mean, last night I was a preacher there from Scotland. Now, I could hardly understand the guy. So that, that's worse. He's just out. You know, he'll, he'll get, you know, acclimatized a little bit to New Zealand culture and get more kiwi nice. But anyway, so frustrating sometimes that my, my accent is still there. That, anyway, God saw us in Christ before the creation of the world as? And? In his sight. See, we're all, we were always meant to look like Jesus. We were always meant to look like Jesus in every way. It was God's plan. And he knew that the Lamb of God, Jesus, had to slain before the foundation of the world. He knew what was going to happen. And he did it 2,018 years ago. Isn't it amazing? If you have never experienced this kind of love, if you have never experienced this kind of forgiveness, understanding the righteousness of God, that you are in him, then today is your lucky day. That you hear my voice right now? It's a lucky day for you. Because today you can do something about it. Isn't it amazing? Now there is more. There is always more. It gets better because that's only Good Friday. Now today is Resurrection Sunday, right? That's only half the gospel. We've only done half the gospel right now. I mean forgiveness, righteousness is wonderful. To be declared righteous, to be declared holy is wonderful. There's one problem though. What's the problem? We need to actually change from the inside out. See, you can be a murderer and you have the attitude of a murderer and the court, somebody says i will forgive you and it's just called innocent. So you walk out the door, you're still innocent, but you're still a murderer. You know your heart. There's still a murderer's heart. The problem is we don't only want to be declared forgiven. We need to be made whole and holy on the inside something has to happen on the inside amen Amen. we have to change from the inside otherwise we're just forgiven dead people i don't want to be a forgiven dead person that's why we don't stay with good friday only that's why it's a good day not a great day it's a good day but the great day is coming Easter is coming right and today we celebrate easter because we've got to be made alive with christ that is the gospel. I mean, the whole thing is the gospel. That's sequential. I told you, made a life with Christ to be changed from the inside out. This happens on Resurrection Sunday. See, when Jesus rode with his donkey into Jerusalem, the goal was not our forgiveness. The goal, forgive us the bump in the road. The goal was what? New life. The goal was back to Eden, restored to innocent. The goal was to change us from the inside out. It is just so beautiful. And the Resurrection Sunday gives this to us. The resurrection power of God coming into our lives. And heart transplant, Ephesians 2, 5, 6. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Everybody say alive alive with christ even when we were dead in our transgressions it is by grace that you've been saved and god raised us up everybody say raised us up he raised us up into new life and we are now seated with him in heavenly realms in jesus christ see when jesus christ died you died when jesus christ rose you rose when he ascended you ascended And so now we live in heavenly realms and heavenly places. Now, some people think that heaven is out there somewhere in the sky or whatever. It's not. Heaven is all around us. It's a spiritual realm. Anyway, I'll just say that extra for those. So in our born-again spirit, we already live in heaven. We already live in the heavenly places. I often talk about the river of God. It's behind your belly button. The river of God is right behind you. It is the spirit of God. It is the born-again spirit inside of you. It is so beautiful. And your spirit is so large. I told you the other day before, but Smith Wigglesworth said, the inside of me is a thousand times bigger than the outside of me. What does he mean by that? He knows that his spirit, his born-again spirit united with Christ United with Christ, he's pretty big, Christ. United with Christ, we are a majority and we are very big. I mean, you may look at your own body like this, but if you could see your spirit, it is amazing. And that's what he's saying. is a thousand times bigger as my outside is my inside. It is so powerful. Man, if we can live from that kind of place, if we would see ourselves how Christ sees us. A spirit, we are a spirit, and we have a body and we have a soul, but we are a spirit. A born again spirit. If you've not been born again today, I'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> so this is the good news of Easter. I mean, Good Friday is really, really good. We have a name change. We go from being a sinner to being a saint. What a wonderful thing. We are forgiven. Christ gave his life. He became sin for us that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It is a very, very good day. But it's not a great day because Easter Sunday, that's a great day. And that's a glorious day. And why? Because it's a declaration of a nature change. Good Friday is a declaration of a name change. But Easter Friday, Easter Sunday is a declaration and an impartation of a nature change. That is even more powerful. We become new creations, new name, new nature, a new creation. And he in you, man, this is so amazing. We are born of him. This is so important. And you know, heaven, if you're sitting here, I've never heard the gospel. I've never heard what Jesus actually really did. I thought it was about Easter bunnies and chocolate. It actually sounds really good to me, the chocolate, you know. This is so awesome. That God wants to give you life. Not only life, he wants to give you his life. And his life is amazing. It's flawless. It says in John 17:3, it says, Now this is eternal life, that, you may know, that they may know you. The only true God, Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. See, eternal life is not just a place. Eternal life is a person. Do you have the person? If you have the person, you have the place. That's how it goes. Paul says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection in Philippians 3.10. And Jesus himself said this, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live even though they die. Hmm? Say it again. I am the res- Actually, read it with me, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Now what's that all about? This is the core of the Christian faith. This is a scripture that I use more and more now. Actually, every time now, at funerals. When I talk about the body is here, but the spirit is not here. The spirit is eternal. Now, I've got some news for you. See, every person on the globe, their spirit is eternal. The question is, have you been born again into newness of life, or do you still have the sinful nature? There is a choice that every person on the globe has to make, because you will live forever. Now the question is, will you live forever with God or will you live forever with the devil? Up to you. Up to you. And there is a heaven and a hell. You can go to heaven. That's with God. That's why it's such good news because we've been spared from, the, from hell. And wonderful. Hell was never meant for, 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 for us humans. It was made for the devil and his angels. There's a rebellious lot. But the thing is, the reality is, though, if you don't know Christ, if you're not born again, you are not holy. You will not enter heaven because nothing unholy can enter into heaven. The only way that you can be holy and righteous forever is to accept Jesus Christ into your life. It is as simple as that. That's a good reason to accept Jesus Christ, isn't it? Well, I think so. That's why we celebrate always our life. It's just so amazing. Ah, Jesus. He destroyed death, guys. We have eternal life. It says in 1 Corinthians, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? It has been swallowed up in the victory of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Do you know God? Do you know Jesus Christ? Have you received him into your life? Have you been born again by his Holy Spirit and become a new creation? The Bible says in John three sixteen, For God the Father so loved the world... That he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. That is the story of Easter. Isn't that wonderful? You got to make a choice. Now, many of us have made that choice already, but some of you today would be a good good day to let Christ into your life. And then the same power, it says in the Bible, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave will come to live inside of you. Now, isn't that really cool? They should make a movie about this, really. Isn't it amazing? I mean, many of the movies actually are about this. It's just disguised. Good and bad. Powerful. It's all looking at this stuff. The same, it says here, look at this, Ephesians 1. How incredibly great is his power to help those who believe in him. The same mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead. I don't know, the Christian life is so hard. The Christian life is actually impossible. The only way it's possible is with the resurrection power of God pulsating through your life. And he wants to give you this power. It can overcome addiction. It can overcome your failure. It can overcome your feeling bad about yourself. I thought about this morning. I felt so bad about myself so many years. I always thought I'm, I'm not good enough. Getting in know it's not good enough. And I believe the lie in my life. I'm just not good enough. And then God comes here and says, you're good enough. 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 He keeps on saying to me, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Now I've started to believe that, which has changed my life. But some of you still believe the lie. You're not good enough. You're a failure. What happened 20 years ago, you're bad. You're a failure. And God wants to take that load off you. He wants to take that load off you. Even as Christians, you want to take that load off you. You're not bad. You're not bad. We, we make mistakes, but you're not bad. When you're born again, you're actually beautiful on the inside. You're so beautiful. You look, just look like Jesus. You're actually his bride. You're beautiful. Don't let these things hold you back, guys. And if you never become a Christian, you say, man, I feel so bad about myself. I need salvation. I need Jesus. Great. Today is your day of salvation. You can accept Jesus Christ and forgiveness, and he will come to live inside of you. Isn't it amazing? The same power. And we're going to celebrate that today because we come to the communion table. And, of course, today, is the, is the, is the, is it, the, this is the day to, to, to celebrate this. Easter is the day. I mean, I take communion every morning since October. Every morning, because every morning I, ex- I just celebrate the exchange that I'm living in. Amen? Amen. Man. But the thing is, though, it's, it's the table of exchange. So we celebrate on Good Friday that Jesus Christ took our sin. It became sin for us. He took it to the grave. And he put all that stuff on the cross and took it to the grave. And then three days later, he rose victorious. And he left sin in the grave. You say, yeah, but I still, I still sin, I still make mistakes. Yes, but he's already forgiven you. His forgiveness to the world was 2018 years ago. 2018 years ago, he forgave you now. That's why we've been given the ministry of reconciliation, that God is not counting men's sins against them. And the only reason you can say that is because Christ paid for those sins. But the only way to get this and to accept this is to accept Jesus Christ and to have faith in him and to be born again. Amen. Amen? Amen. I hope I've been clear to you. So we're going to celebrate this together. The Holy Spirit. The blood was poured out on the cross for us. Forgiveness of sins. His body was broken for us. Broken for you. Lashed. Son of God, lashed. And because of his pain, of his sacrifice, we can find healing. The life that he lost, he gives us that life, his life. And this is a wonderful exchange and we celebrate that together. And we celebrate on Easter Sunday that he made us alive with him. We receive a new nature. We become a new creation. In him we live and move and have our being forever. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for Good Friday. Lord, we thank you for taking our sin to the cross, to the grave. Thank you, Lord, for eternal forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for righteousness, declaration of righteousness and innocence. Thank you, Lord, for the name change. Lord, we love it so much. But even more, Lord, we thank you for new life. We thank you for Easter Sunday today. We thank you, Lord, that we can live in this glorious life, this Zoe life of God in our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us an impartation of your divine nature in our lives. And we just love it, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. And Lord, we just want to say to you that we just worship you. You are so awesome. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. For us. Lord, the only thing we can do is to bow down for you. All head bowed and all eyes closed. And maybe you're sitting here today. You said, Gideon, I've never heard this message before. I feel so bad about myself because I did this stuff. I'm not holy. I'll never get to heaven. I need Jesus. You're right. We all need Jesus. I said, today, I want to accept Jesus. I want to receive this gift. Is anybody here today say, man, I really want Jesus. Because I need to be made new on the inside. If you are, just put up your hand so I can know you. Thank you so much. Anybody else? This is the best decision you will ever make in your life. Believe it. And you know, he's so lovely. He's so kind. He's everything you've always longed for. So anybody else? Say, man, I need Jesus in my life. Anybody else? Okay, I'm going to pray with this gentleman. Let's go pray together. Let's follow my prayer so he doesn't feel alone. Pray this after me, please. Say, Jesus, thank you for going to the cross for me. Thank you, Lord, for carrying my sin so I can be free. Today I receive your forgiveness and I receive your new life in my life. Thank you, Lord, that today I become a new creation. And Lord, I make you also Lord of my life, that you lead me and I will follow you every day of my life. I thank you for everything you've given to me. And I will love you forever. In Jesus' name, amen.